episode 8 of Board Games with Variant Hex is our first installment of Don't Ask Me to Play. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I each pick five perfectly fine games that we would kindly request that you don't ask us to play. This idea came from a video by Tom Vassell, where he congratulates Munchkin on their 20th anniversary, notes how successful they've been while also adding, just don't ask me to play it. Adam was recorded via the internet, and our connection was a bit more choppy this time. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam for Don't Ask Me to Play. Adam. Yes. What game do you think is, it's a fine game for other people, but don't ask you to play dot, dot, dot. So number one on my list, it will probably always be number one on my list, is the game Love Letter. Lots of people like this game. Let me tell you about the first time I played Love Letter. Yeah. It is a very simple game. Mm -hmm. One of the characters was if you have like 15 or more points in your hand, you automatically lose. Oh. And so I remember the first two cards I was ever dealt, well, mine equal over this, like, oh, yeah, you lost the game. And I thought, never again. What about this game? (laughs) What are we doing? Like, why why is this an activity? Let's flip coins. Yeah. And I know that's not all the versions. And yes, if I'm in some sort of scenario or pull it out, I may internally and likely externally roll my eyes and play. But the wound of love letter is is turned into scars, and it will be there forever. So, number one on my list. I hear the Batman one is good, but it's also really weird that it's Batman love letter at all. Interesting IP. Right. The theme doesn't really fit, but I guess they are just like, anybody that says yes, we're just going to go ahead and go for another one. Yeah. How about you? What's, uh, What's one on your list? So Don't ask me to play dot, dot, dot. Everdell. I will say that for my list, I'm working up through, I looked at the top 104 BGG, and then I'm picking five games on there that I'm kind of like, eh, don't ask me to play. Like, in my opinion, I just don't think it's as good as all the hype. And it has a one-player mode, which is usually a thing that kind of helps me, like, be more into a game that maybe otherwise, like, something about the competitive aspect I'm just not enjoying and I might like the puzzle and like just the thinking of it when I'm solo. It's just a little bit too, when I think I kind of have a thing about like a big deck of cards in a game, it's going to come back up for later picks here uh, that you like inevitably won't see all of them or they're like, there's this thing where you have to cycle through the cards to get it. Ultimately to me, it feels like really tedious luck. And the tedium of that luck, I don't always feel super engaged with. That's a good one. I, I think I definitely agree. It relies on its cuteness oh, to it's gloss very over cute. I think, some flaws in like the gameplay of it. The components are amazing, which for that collector's edition that's coming maybe next year, it's just going to have even night. Like the production quality is superb. The tree was useless, but the production quality is excellent. The version you got actually comes with a family of hedgehogs, correct? Is that right? A very manageable family of he- hedgehogs. Of course, I sold it, so I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> but uh, really not my concern. Well, good. Are we going to serpentine this? Do you want to do, uh, do a second one? Oh, I could do a second one. This is also has an adorable woodland creatures vibe. Completely different game, and that is Root. 
Cole uh, Worley is the guy that makes makes those makes Root. He's made other games. I think Oath was his most recent one. And they're like this super uh, asymmetrical, you know, you have your own thing. You're all playing this game, but almost with different rules. I just don't really enjoy it. I don't really enjoy because there's really not that much on like there's a board. There's a good size board for it. There's not really that much on the board. Like it could be way smaller. And so much of it is more like this kind of positioning. Someone, I was watching some stream of something and someone was saying like, is it technically a coin game? I don't know anything about coin games. They're counter insurgency games. The little I know about them is because Rodney Smith has started playing them and then will occasionally mention uh, something about a coin game. But I think they're meant to be like asymmetrical, kind of usually war-ish sort of things. And if it is, that just cements that I don't want anything to do with coin. I'm pretty sure I don't anyway. Don't want anything to do with coin games. So yeah, it's also has this very cute woodland approachable theme. That's just a thin veil over the, I think, tedium of what is actually happening there. Because you have to know what everyone else can do. And then I also have to know what I can do. And I feel like I'm learning four games at once and I'm not. People really like it though. Tons of expansions for that as well. It's very popular, but... It's just not like a sticky concept for me. Like I played it once and was like, that's, I think that's enough. I think I'm done here. Yeah, that's a great pick. Unlike other asymmetric games where you can just kind of play your own line and do your own thing, I think it very heavily, you're right, you have to manage the entire board state, mm -hmm. what everyone's doing, and it becomes a lot, honestly. And I think the, the factions are so different as well. Yeah. It's not like there's even a small difference on that it's they're wildly different especially the uh what's the what's the raccoon it's like oh, the robber yeah, or the beggar the, or, or something vagrant or vagabond vagabond maybe is it okay there we go we got them there yeah <laughs> yeah because he's just like everyone else is like oh you're gonna have these pieces and do this thing like that's they kind of have like just the bare minimum of things the same and then that guy's like i don't know i think i'm just gonna wander around and see what happens and it's like okay okay I guess you're here too. Yeah. So I think that's what makes that game tough is it's not small differences. It's pretty big differences. Right. A lot of asymmetric things will be like, you get to break this one rule. Then it's kind of easier to keep in your head. This is kind of the opposite. Everything's different, except we're all doing this one thing. Yep. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's like a whole other rule book for yeah. some of those uh, factions. Yeah. And yep. they keep the expansions. They just keep making more factions. I, yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I can't keep up and I'm not interested in doing so. So now you're back to back on don't ask me to play. Do not ask me to play cards against humanity. Yeah. Do not ask me to play any of these. Right. One person's a judge throw in the cards. I, I'm just, I'm kind of done with <laughs> it at this point it. for a lot of reasons <laughs> from as innocent to as, you know, uh, offensive as the games are, it's it's wildly irrelevant to me at this point. Lots of people still enjoy all of those types of games. Mm -hmm. I don't know what left we have to learn from each other. Yeah. Like, I feel like all the jokes have been made. Yeah. All the references have been done. The well is dry. Yeah. And it's, it is a kind of party game format in that you don't have to spend a lot of time on the rules people can kind of wander in and wander out of the game every once in a while i feel like i'll see a take on it that feels i think fresh is an overstatement but for an average game day kind of thing not not even to kind of fill a gap or pass time i i, I pretty much agree with you on that it, it got run into the ground pretty hard 
real hard. Cards are apparently cheap to print. Yeah. And there's only like six words on them. So, you know, they, yeah. they did a good job with margins. Right. And that's about it. So that's my one pick. All those kind of voting games. I'm going to follow that up with, don't ask me to play Puerto Rico. I'm going to be oh. honest. I've played it several times. Every time, I think I still barely know how to play that game every time <laughs> I play it. I don't know why. I've played games of that or more complex. It is the kryptonite game to me. Every time I play it, I'm putting the wrong commodity into the ship. Right. I'm doing the wrong action. Right. I don't know how. I'm just behind <laughs> the entire game, and I finish last 100% of the time. <laughs> Puerto Rico is surprise like i shouldn't say surprisingly i just absolutely get that game it completely makes sense to me i guess then to me because it makes sense to me i think it just seems so straightforward and i don't know why that one clicked with me so much i know that to learn it i put out three hands and i played it through and something about doing that absolutely absolutely clicked and i'm never usually itching to play puerto rico but when we do to me, it feels like there's not options. It feels like, you know, you can't you can't um, strategize necessarily what you're going to do because everything changes all the time. So when it comes to your turn, it's like, well, this is clearly the best thing to do. It's soothing and I don't have to try to math out every little point. I'm going to do this because that's the thing that I should do because that's, that's kind of the only option. Yeah, and that is a big strength of yours. And maybe, I don't know, I don't even know why. I'm so bad at that game, but <laughs> yeah, that's... It's on my list for right. sure and forever. Right. And that's number 30 on the top 100, which is just right underneath Everdell. Yeah. You know, that's why it's great there's so many games because rolling into my next pick, let me make sure I'm not skipping any on my way up here. No. Rolling into my next pick, don't ask me to play Terra Mystica. <laughs> yep. I have the app, and I played it once in person because uh, Jason has it, I think, um, another member of Variant Hex. He has it, and I'm trying to find out, trying to figure out out loud right now, what is it that just doesn't click for me? I even have the app, and I kind of had this personal goal that like, oh, I'm going to play apps I have 10 times, like just kind of pick an app, play it 10 times, and Terra Mystica felt absolutely like homework. I'll agree fully with that. I okay. think the other thing with that, the board is huge on that, right? Plus it's you have your own player boards. Yes. First couple of times we played it, we were setting it up like how are four of us on a fully adult kitchen table, yeah. like scrunch and having no running room to out play of space. Mm-hmm. Convenient thing about the app, of course, you don't have to be doing all that setup. But I can say it wasn't the setup that was keeping me away because even once it's all set up, torn down digitally, uh, still not into it. Just pass on all of it. It's number 17. It's been out since 2012. But yeah, Terra Mystica, don't ask me to play. And very close to it, don't ask me to play Scythe. It's number 14. Uh, I think it's similar enough to Root that I don't even, I don't think I even need to get into it. I know it's not the same as Root, but it's that you have these different, um, you know, you still have different factions, their individual powers. Um, but I remember we, during the beginning of the pandemic, we were just learning new games and playing them on Tabletop Simulator because it was just like a big game library shelf of things to try. So we were even trying out really big games that we we certainly weren't going to just be buying this many really big games. And we did Scythe and I was like trying to learn it. I found like a, for this certain faction, it was like, here's what you do turn by turn. And I was like, cool. I'll just do this 
and see what happens because I feel like that's better than me. Like that's as good. This is still going to be me trying to learn and understand the game. And honestly, having a script is probably, that's fine. I I don't need independence here. I will just follow the script and I follow the script and I'm pretty sure that I won. So, you know, great job on the script. And I'm sure that changes as you're playing with other people who know about that script and then can maybe like, you know, change it. So you can't just do that. But for me, that was also kind of like, yeah, I don't think I need to play this. It looks like somebody's figured it out <laughs> and I did it and it worked and I, I, I think I'm done here. But yeah, people people go crazy for Scythe. People really like it a lot. Another one where the art on that is really, really good. Yeah, the art is very cool because it's kind of a, it looks pastoral. So yeah, it looks just very farmland or whatever, but then there's also like these mechs and stuff going around. So yeah, the art is really cool. And I, oh gosh, I don't know if this is true, but maybe the art came before the game or I think there was something kind of significant there with the art and the game coming together that maybe the art pre-existed the game. But I don't know, Google that. Google that on your own time. Oh, everybody, not just me. I was about to Google Yeah, that. Okay. I mean, you could, okay. I wouldn't consider right now your own time. Um, gotcha, that's fair. You might create a bit of dead air. Right. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my back-to-back. How many have I done? Is that four for me? Yeah, Everdell Root, Terra Mystica, Scythe. So I have one more coming up. And Scythe was number 14, so I have one more coming up in the top 13 for Don't Ask Me to Play. But before that, back to you. I have three more to yeah. pick that I have on my list here. Yeah. It's me, right? Yeah, it's you. It's you. It's you. Perfect. Don't ask me to play chess. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Sounds weird because you know Hold how on. much I play chess, right? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Small caveat. I know that you actively play chess with Aaron and I think sometimes Jason, at least sometimes Jason, if not like quite a bit. On the little yep. uh, chess.com app, I'm, I think it is. So this has been going on for some amount of time. I think it kind of spurred into existence because you and uh, Aaron started having two-player online game days over the last year where you would like, you know, pick some kind of, yeah, pick some kind of two-player game to play and chess, a classic. So I am stunned to hear more about this one. I know. Uh so if you are Aaron, you are allowed to ask me to play chess. If you okay. are of a handful of people, you are allowed to ask me to play chess. Okay. And I also play a version of chess, mostly one-minute chess, so it's very quick, oh. mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's done and over with. I think that to play with a stranger, though, chess is one of those games where there is a lot of skill and history, I think, that goes into your knowledge base of the moves and the strategies mm-hmm. with that. And it is very unlikely that if you just pick a person, it's going to be like a fun and fair game. Okay. Aaron and I play with each other a lot, so it's fine. Like we were pretty equal, I think, on who who wins. We have different strategies, different things on that. But the if you're just like a person, like, hey, I play chess too. And it's like, I'd rather not. Like I just don't <laughs> want to play chess with you because maybe you are just – better than me and I'll never beat you and maybe I'm just better than you and you'll probably never beat me which is what I think normally happens when you play with a stranger it's one of those two things it's not very fun okay so there's just like there's too much of a gap because like you can execute chess and kind of I guess not ever have studied it or spent much time with it so there's just too much of a gap between executing chess and being excellent at chess and then everyone's going to fall somewhere on that spectrum in a way that maybe isn't or you're saying specifically is not enjoyable correct 
shout out to Shut Up and Sit Down's YouTube video uh, that addresses this exact thing. They're very concise and clear. They help me to understand this exact thing I'm talking about right now. And they have recommendations for variants so that it, any two people can more equally play chess. It's not going to be your standard set of rules. There are these kind of fun, some are pretty silly variants on it. But I really like that as a way to be able to play chess, but not just your normal right, right. rules of chess. Okay. So now your last pick? I'm really losing track. No, it's okay. This is my second to last pick. Second to last. I'm going to say don't ask me to play Ticket to Ride. I don't oh, want to be on okay. part of this train. Okay. I don't want to buy a ticket. Right. I've I've played it a lot. I know there's all these different versions of it. People still really like the game. They do. And I'm done with it. <laughs> I can't. It's not a game. Usually I think with a game, I can find some way to have fun with it, whether oh. I'm winning or losing. Like, I'm just going to do this wacky thing. Yeah. Or I'm just going to find some way to entertain myself. There's no way to do it in that game. No, there's, there's nothing, nothing else. Do. There's nothing just, else going on. It's just become so kind of blank and vanilla, and you just have to do the thing. I'm done. Now, have you played any of, so regular Ticket to Ride is the U.S., like, you know, vanilla Ticket to Ride is the U.S. Have you played the Ticket to Rides that are other countries or, like, Europe? And maybe that's different or better? Mm. Is it the same game still? They, no, they change stuff. They change stuff. So I don't. I don't know, of course, what all of them are. I want to think in Europe, there's like tunnels. And so then the cars you have to have to get through, the, or maybe like you have to make the tunnels or something like that. So they do add different things. I'm pretty sure the Japan one that just came out also has some kind of different element to it. So I've heard people say before that like they like Ticket to Ride, but, you know, the Europe one over the other one. But, you know, it's hard for me to, why would I ask you to play it? You know what I mean? That's exactly what we're doing here. So it's hard to even <laughs> for me to ask you to then play like, oh, well, you should play. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to play Europe. But, you know, I, th I think they might be slightly got gotten a little more depth with some of those additional versions. But it is good to know information-wise. Yeah. Not that I'm going to be, you know, running out and buying mm -hmm, the other versions. Mm -hmm. But if I am somewhere where someone's like, oh, let's play Ticket to Ride, and I see they have some other version, I'll be yes. like, yes. hey, why don't we play that mm -hmm. other version? So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. So your five were... What were your five? Well, I crossed them out as I went along. I'll be honest here. Oh, like real and heavy. Now, so that's just going to be... Real, oh, aggressively. I oh, cross okay. out so that no one can ever read it again. Yeah, highly secretive list that we're recording. All right. Well, I won't then ask you for a recap. My last one is number four currently on the BGG 100, and that's Terraforming Mars. I'm not interested. I, I don't I, I don't know. Again, that's another game. This is the part that's coming back. That's another game with a big old stack of cards that you only so much get through. I hear that with one of the expansions, the game, people say it's better. That there's like a drafting thing that you do for cards and they say it's better. These cards are really an element of luck and there's such a big stack of them in this game we're playing. Like I just, I think I like the Ares Expedition more because it's, it's more just cards and I, I'd rather do that than 
what's happening in Terraforming Mars. Then you also have to like, you have to pay to take the card and then also pay to play it. And it's just, I don't even want, I don't even want any of this. I don't, I just, I'm not, I don't like it. I have it on the shelf of like, Terraforming Mars for me is one that I'm, I'm ready to send out the door. And it's Aaron saying that he, he likes it and wants to keep it. That's, you know, why, that's why it's still here. But don't ask me to play Terraforming Mars. I don't, I, people get so excited about it. There's a gigantic box for it now. Again, good for them. Good for the publisher. Good for all the people that like it. There's so many wonderful games in this hobby that you couldn't play them all if you wanted to. And that's made easier by me not wanting to play Terraforming Mars. Don't ask me to play it. I'm looking on here now and I have, I have logged 10 plays of it. And I only started logging in the last year or so. So I've played it way more times than that. It's just, it's not getting better for me. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot going on in that. And all of it seems like uh, some tile laying, some cards, some of a lot of things. Some of a lot of things. And I think sometimes that's how games get high on lists like the top 100. And I think sometimes that's how they find a footing. The app is lovely. And that's another reason why I kind of was like, if I did ever want to play it, I would play it on the app, I think, more than playing it physically with the the game because but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop ranting about it. Um yeah, don't ask me to play Terraforming Mars. Let's end on a positive note and go with one, ask me to play blank. So if there's something that maybe you uh do already played a lot and you and you want to keep playing it more or it's like yeah this is one that I've been looking to play and haven't played yet I think the list is honestly much longer so I'm gonna keep it to the same BGG list that I was kind of using to do this one and I'll even keep it to the top 30 where I found my picks and I'm gonna go with I think you're meant to say it Orleans but Orleans for the uncivilized American. Uh, that's one that we've played just once online. It's kind of, I think you're like drawing stuff out of a bag and then there's a map and there's there's kind of a few things going on. But yeah, ask me to play Orleans or again, Orleans, if you're just trying to Google it and want to make sure that you're spelling it right. There might be an expansion for it. I don't even know. It came out in 2014. It's number 25. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Do you happen to have a pick for Ask Me to Play? Oh, I sure do. Excellent. Um, and it's a bit of a wild answer. Okay. But it is 100% true. Okay. A whatever game you've created in your home oh. with rubber bands and tokens. Wow. I want to play full or wonderful homemade games. I even want to play all of your like homebrew versions of a game. Okay. I want to play that. Even if it's awful, it's an experience, and I am excited from start to finish. Wow. That is so generous of you, I'm going to say, because I think that might be on my don't ask me to play your homebrew. I Homebrew, I just created this. I found some paper clips. I, I I view that as as very generous for you to say that, yeah, you're just you're in it for the wild ride that they've come up with. Yep, absolutely. I, I am a person that 
will sit around and kind of homebrew myself as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of like, you know, finding your tribe, so to speak, okay. in those moments too. So you're you're finding some kinship there of them being like excited about it. You're like, yeah, it is exciting, isn't it? 100% every time. Thank you for listening to episode eight of Board Games with Variant Hex. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop because we have no schedule. We had a small recording marathon, so there's a few more coming up soon. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. No, we have not streamed yet. Yes, we're getting closer. That's all at Variant Hex. We have a blog and a website, both at VariantHex.com. And of course, you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. What game do you not want to be asked to play? What game do you want to be asked to play? Would you like to say hi to us? Answers to any of those questions are valid reasons to email us. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Bye.